0: Happy Thursday, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the live call-in show from this past Sunday night, November 20th, 2022, where we talk Disney. And, of course, we talk some Thanksgiving for here on Thanksgiving Day on the feed. We get some great calls as Scott joins me, and we speak to Howie up in Canada. He talks about his memories of his first trips Down to Walt Disney World with his goalie dad, who was a little motion sick on the Astro Orbiter and uh, the teacups, but it was a fun story. And we talk about the differences between uh, Pop Century Art of Animation and the All-Stars, positives and negatives with those. We also talked to a couple of callers from New Hampshire. Adam calls in from New Hampshire. Brandon calls in from New Hampshire. We get a great trip report. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun Disney talk headed your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcasts are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all of your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney Trip. Check them out today over at the Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this busy holiday season. Please bookmark our site. Just click through it. It's one extra click. Takes you right back to Amazon, but it supports everything we do here on the show, especially during this holiday season. So if you could please use that link, we'd sure appreciate it. It's com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you so much to our patrons who make this show possible all around the world. We could not do it without you, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. We love our patron support, and if you'd love to join us over there, we'd love to have you. Coming over to slash be our guest podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, November 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from Be Our Guest Podcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday to you or Thursday if you're catching the replay here on the feed. Either way, hope you're having a great day, night, or afternoon, whenever you're listening to the show. But we really appreciate those folks who are tuned in live right now on Facebook and or YouTube, and wrapping up a fun weekend as we get ready for Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. And wrapping up what was a crazy college football weekend, which we will not discuss because we have just spent the first 15 minutes of the pre show talking college football. So, if you're a college football fan, you always need to jump in a little bit early uh, when we record these on Sunday nights. And uh, we kind of give our recap a little NFL, a little college football and see what's going on. And who do I talk with? I talk with my good buddy up in the mitten, whose NFL team is on quite the roll. The Lions are, uh, I I have a feeling they might get in the playoffs this year. Your friend of mine, Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. Happy to be
2: here, as always. And I want to start off by tying those that are listening live on Sunday to those that are listening to the feed on Thursday. On Sunday today, the Lions won their third straight game and on Thanksgiving Thursday, when this episode drops, I'm calling it right now, upset of the year, the Lions defeat the Buffalo Bills Thanksgiving Day. Let's Ooh. go, Lions.
0: Now, would that be hot? So the Bills apparently this past weekend had to play in Detroit because yep. of the epic snowstorm that I was excited to watch the Bills game because I'm a huge weather nut. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be like the ultimate snow game because they're getting you know <laughs> six feet of snow in Buffalo and Orchard Park then it was so bad they had to move it to Detroit so now that I didn't realize these two teams are colliding on yeah. on Thanksgiving Day there yeah. Ford Field so, like
2: it's playing two straight games a fourth field <laughs> one as the home team one is the road team kind of funny
0: Yeah, it's good that'll be uh, I think it's so
2: the right call though by the NFL I mean we'll talk Disney here in a second but like like I w- I agree with you man like I would love to just see like an insane snow game you can't even see the yard lines people slipping those. all over but like and I know the fans are but just think of like the logistics to try to get to that stadium, like with that weather and all that. I just, it sounded like a bad idea. So I'm glad that my, not my exact city, but my home area was able to you know support both teams and so that they can get the game rolling and the bills won. So they won as the home team. That's
0: there. right. The Michigan hospitality right there, but it'll be uh, taken right. back for a few hours. Not the Thursday.
2: first time we've done this for Buffalo. There was years ago where we hosted them for a Monday night football game because of the same situation where the, Field was so bad like due to weather, so then they came to Port Field. So twice they've done that now.
0: Crazy. Yeah, so I was watching the night, Central Michigan and Western Michigan. They had a snow game, and that was a lot of fun to watch, too. They're building snowmen yeah. in the crowd. So anyway, we got to talk Disney. We got news off the top of the show, and I'm going to pop this up here on the screen and uh, a few stories that we can talk about besides my Twitter feed here. Now, Scott, we mentioned this, I think, on the, uh, the show we did on Friday where we spent the entire day – on the Skyliner and we talked about the cake shop that is coming to Disney's boardwalk. So we got some more details on this. Of course, this is going in where the ESPN club used to be. And, uh, you know, this is going to give us some more uh, offerings because the one thing that I was excited to see is that this bake shop is going to have both savory as well as dessert menus. And, you know, you're going to be able to go in and do an afternoon tea service It's going to be more of a, it looks more like a, like a full on restaurant than just like a kind of a place to get snacks. What did you think? Yeah,
2: I'm excited about it. I'm like more options. Now I know we had an option already, right? We had, we had ESPN, which was like, you know, good bar food, watch the sports games, you know, whatever, like it was ideal for guys like you and me. Right. (laughs) We would love that on a Saturday in fall, but I think it's still going to be a good option. Like I'm excited for the cake shop, you know, like, You know, I know you got your ice cream kind of next door. That's kind of like how we hit this on our Skype episode. Ricky was talking about getting ice cream. I was saying like, hey, you can go next door and get some cake. (laughs) Like, I don't know exactly how that's going to work yet, like with reservations and such. But I'm excited to have a unique and kind of different offering.
0: All right. The next piece of news, which I was really surprised about because I had been reading about this rumor For probably about two months, uh, because I listen to some other podcasts, obviously working in travel. I uh, listen to some cruise podcasts, follow some cruise blogs. Uh, Doug Parker does a really nice cruise podcast. And (laughs) there was this rumor that there were a few companies that were possibly going to buy this gigantic cruise ship. that was being completed during COVID, but it just, you know, like it was just the worst time in the world to be building a gigantic ship. It was being built for the basically the Asian market. And it just, the company decided we're not going to do it. There was two of them. There was actually a sister ship too. And they they just didn't know what to do with it. And it was, you know, who's going to buy this ship? It's half built. The hull's basically built. The interior is not. Disney Cruise Line comes and buys this ship. And this thing is massive. It's bigger than the dream and the fantasy. It's going to have 6,000 passengers, 2,300 crew. And I we know this thing they've already Disney Cruise Line's already pretty much told it's not going to sail the United States. I would assume that because this was rumored to be built to sail Asia. So we've kind of talked about this on the podcast already a little bit, but I mean thoughts on this. I mean, I'm in. I mean, like to me, I I the the big cruise ships really get me excited because there's just a lot to do. I want to give it a shot.
2: I'm excited to give it a shot, Mike and. I think we talked about this when we recorded it, you know, when we did those five good minutes where we talked on this topic, like I'm surprised like someone like Royal didn't sweep in and right. get it. Like very excited to see Disney went for it. You know, they're investing in the ships. Like it's our, I mean, a lot of the hard work's already been done. Right. So then they can, now they can Disney fy this ship. And we talked about, well, will there be a on there? Like, I don't know. Cause I think it's built to have a casino, but maybe they got that and put in another awesome entertainment. You know, I'm just excited to see what they do with this. And, 6,000 passengers. Like, I just can't imagine being on a Disney ship with that many people, but I'm all for it, man. It's going to be awesome. It
0: is. It's going to be a totally different experience. I mean, it'll be way different than than the, the, the other five ships at this point. And, uh, but I'm about it, right? I mean, because thing, the thing I like right. about cruise ships is that, you know, you can really a la carte your, your experience. You can be like, well, I, I, I don't even like that experience. Well, then just totally never sail that ship. And you could still have a blast on the fantasy or the magic or the wonder. You know, you can do what you want go where you want. But I mean, that is something that, hey, if you want it, it's there, you know, and it could maybe one time sail, you know, uh, you know, Asia, and then it could go maybe to Australia. It could go all over the place. So, right. The itineraries are
2: what I'm really like wanting to see. Right. Like I've always said, like, cruising is a great way to experience the world. Like I really want to do a Mediterranean cruise. Right. Where like this was cool about cruising. Like you have the the ship is kind of like your home base, right? Your hotel. So Mm -hmm. then you can. And it's your moving hotel where you can get off and like explore different areas, then come back and then you're back to your familiar place, which you know Disney Cruise Line is kind of home to us. It's familiar to us. So I'm very ex- excited to see what those itineraries are, so we can experience new areas of the world. Yeah, Sign that me is,
0: up. That is the best part about cruising: is you unpack once, you pack up. You know, you just your your hotels there every morning, especially in the Mediterranean. You wake up and you're in a different country. You're exploring a different culture, and you just so cool. Uh, you just walk right <laughs> off the ship, boom, you explore. Get back on the ship, have a great meal, have some entertainment that night, go to bed, your same stateroom, your same bed, get up in the morning, you're in another country. You're going to explore. You're going to have another great. It's amazing. All right. So uh, Lisa is in the chat and she brought up the uh, the story that I was going to talk about. And this happened first at Walt Disney World. Then a few days later, they announced it for Disneyland Resort as well. Two-hour cancellation window instead of the old 24-hour zonk where you got hit with the, the penalty. For canceling your ADRs, I think this is great. I don't know what made the change come about. I guess it was possibly negative feedback from guests because, you know, I mean, think about it. Walt Disney World is a family destination, and a lot of times you don't know when your kid's not going to feel well or how you're going to feel about dining at Blue Bayou or Ohana. You know, the 7 o'clock that night, you know, 7 o'clock the night before, you know, something could happen that afternoon or what have you. There's a lot of dynamics right now, especially with Walt Disney World, you know, Genie Plus. There's there's so many different things going on, so maybe that led to this flexibility on the cancellations. What, what do you think? I, it's two two different
2: two different stories for me. Like I like you, I like what you're saying, right? Like that's so great. Like my kids sick, or like we just have a change of plans. Like we're having a, such a great time at EPCOT, I really don't want to go to Magic Kingdom for Tony's now or whatever. So that boom, you can quit cancel. That that flexibility is awesome. But I worry about like the reservation hoarders, right, Mike, that like are going to book like all these reservations and then like, then I can't get them. And then they last minute, they cancel them. Then I had to be like on my phone, constantly trying to find cancellations for something I want. So that's the, I mean, I think overall it's going to be really good, but I just worry like, are people going to be hoarding more reservations now in hopes that they can cancel same day? You know what I mean?
0: So here's the thing I was thinking. I mean, I, I just don't think Disney would do this unless... It's gonna make um, I would think they wouldn't do this unless there's gonna be more availability. Right? I mean, because I wouldn't think they would make it less availability. They would want that restaurant to be to be, yeah. you know, filled to its maximum capacity. So I I I just don't know. Maybe with the Maybe they're going to have more availability at walk-ups because of this and people are demanding more like last minute walk-ups. I
2: think we're going to see more walk-ups definitely as a result of this because there'll be people canceling within two hours. So that will help Those that do walk-ups or those that just, I mean, the good thing is like, if I want to just open up my app and then boom, I can I might be able to get a really hard reservation to get like a California grill. If someone just canceled within two hours, you just got to be lucky that you're looking at your phone. And I know that's the last thing you want to do is like always be tied to your phone, but. That's kind of how we are now with Genie Plus and other things, but uh, like I said, though, I think overall it's going to be good. Like that flexibility is good. I just worry about the hoarding of reservations, and we'll just see how it goes. Hopefully, it's not going to be like that.
0: Yeah, it's true because I mean, I will definitely be more aggressive in making ADRs now that I know I can cancel two hours. Because what I will do at this point, I mean, just my strategy will be I will make ADRs that I may or may not go to. You know, and that, that see again you're exactly right on the hoarding because it's exactly what this would be doing. I'd be making an ADR. I may or may not go to it. And what I would do if I made a six o'clock ADR for someplace, I'd set an alarm at three o'clock on my phone. And yep. that's when I make the call, you know, and it, uh, how do I feel, you know? And it. Yep. And, that, no and that's penalty. awesome because it creates
2: flexibility. Like, like, like maybe like, man, I'm just having so much fun at the pool. Maybe I'll just gonna get, counter service now at my resort instead because i don't want to like go into a park now you know what i mean and i think that's going to be really good for, for people like us you know that like want that are just like in the moment right and don't want to like always be tied to that specific plan so overall i said this is going to be a win i just want to see once we're rolling into it more and reservations are starting to come out like how's it going to look
0: i do like though that it does give you i mean this is one of the first moves in the like on the on the continuum that moves more towards spontaneity because you yeah. know, 24 hours and two hours is a huge swing, you know, where huge you're locked swing. in because I mean, I've gone to ADRs that I was just like, you know, this sounded like a great idea two months ago and I'm going to go. Cause I don't want to get hit with the penalty, yeah. but if I have my druthers, I would rather just grab us, you know, quick service meal right now and move on with right. my day. But I, and it helps on both ends. Yeah. Right. Like I almost feel comfortable. Like not like the week of Thanksgiving,
2: cause that's going <laughs> to be kind of crazy. We're like, say like a like i don't know like after like the first week of february or something like i would go down there maybe without any adrs and just see how i'm feeling and then look for because people could be canceling look for cancellations last minute and that's how i do my trip you know
0: i would totally so, do that and see yeah. and that's good old days right so that's right that's pretty cool okay just a couple of stories we're gonna open the phone lines at 407-413-9395 magic kingdom pricing has gone up Well, the pricing they announced that's going to be a little different now for single day tickets magic kingdom is going to cost more than hollywood studios animal kingdom and epcot to me this totally makes sense i mean as it should i feel like yeah i mean because most people want to go to the magic kingdom and so i i do not have an issue with this but i mean i have it's i've never bought a one-day ticket for one thing and i mean it's just it Again, it's dynamic pricing. It's what the Cardinals do. When you go to watch the Cardinals Cubs, it costs more than the Cardinals Pirates. It's just, it's supply and demand.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, that that price is kind of outrageous. And I think, obviously, we know how Disney works. They want you to stay more days, so the price per day comes down when you buy more days into a ticket. But I think they're just, you know, like if you're only, if you're just traveling through Florida, like you just want to do that one day, and you want to do it at the Magic Kingdom, you're going to pay top dollar, and I totally get it it
0: and makes and people are going to pay it so it makes sense absolutely all right 407-413-9395 we want to talk to you, you can talk about any of those stories or anything you would like to speak about um, we could also continue with our podcast from friday where we talked about what we would do at the skyliner resorts we spoke about pop century art of animation caribbean beach uh, the riv boardwalk beach yacht uh, swan and dolphin we had uh, you know, some counter service meals. We had some table service meals. We got some snacks. We did some recreation. We did some shopping. What did we miss? What did we get right on that show? So let us know. Also, I thought tonight we might talk about Thanksgiving traditions from where you are. So maybe, you know, I've talked about this on the podcast before. One of the things we have at our house, we have dressing balls. Because my grandma used to make dressing balls. I don't know where she came up with the idea. But it is carried on. So that's one thing we always have here. What's unique for you? So share that with us here at 407-413-9395. We have our first caller on the line. So, hey, who's joining us? Happy Sunday night. Now, this is Howie calling from Canada. Hey, Howie. Well, hey, I know. It's, of course, we got a Canadian. Happy Thanksgiving, like uh, a little while ago. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> yeah,
3: happy. Well, it's funny, this year, uh, Thanksgiving, your Thanksgiving is on the birthday, which is I always kind of followed that way, right? Because obviously I'm born in November. But I got a couple of questions on uh, the All Stars.
0: Okay, sure, and happy birthday, by the way. Go ahead. Oh, thank you.
3: Uh, Yeah, we, the wife and I, always stay at Pop, and uh, we noticed that the prices seem to be a lot higher. I guess it has got to do with the uh, Skyliner, but they seem to be a fair bit more than the All Stars are nowadays. Is that basically always the case?
0: Yeah, Pop has always been a little bit more expensive. When you think about it, they've kind of tiered the. I mean, even within the, all the categories, kind of have tiers now, but the, the values, especially, you're going to have the all stars kind of at the lowest tier. And you're going to even have movies a little bit above uh, music and sports. And then you're going to have art of One, animation. It, it, movies is just more popular. People. I, oh, I think really? They, wow. Okay. Slightly, slightly. There's,
3: there's not more. Is, I, I heard about that. I mean, the pricing is always a bit more. I'm, I'm probably wondering why. I wonder if they had a better pool or something
0: or No, I I I think they're I, I think like you know, as far as the the infrastructure, I think it's exactly the same. I think it's all theming. I think the guests just are more familiar with like Disney movies than you know, then uh, maybe the Mighty Ducks are like a surfboard at sports. And, yeah, right. You know, a big cowboy boot over at Music, you know, and a, a jukebox. I, I like music the best, but that's just me. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so they're at the bottom. And then you got Art and Pop because of the Skyliner. And they're a little bit newer, and they are a little bit nicer. You'll notice the food courts are bigger at both of those resorts. The pools are a little mm. bit bigger. What they did was when they built Pop and Art of Animation, they took what they learned from the All-Stars and they just made it a little better, you know, cause like, if we could have done this again, we're going to make this a little better. We're going to make this in a better location. And they're just, I mean, they're slightly nicer, but they're value hotels. I mean, basically kind of the same footprint for buildings.
2: But then you could argue that with like music. Cause I just stayed there a couple of weeks ago uh, over the weekend is those rooms are designed the same way as like pops rooms are, but newer. Cause like the renovation has been newer too. True. So like it almost feels like those rooms are a little bit newer than the same room that you would have at pop so that's kind of like a win for like that's a
0: good Oscar point music. yeah because that's very recent yes yeah we always
2: stayed uh, when we took the kids because like, our kids
3: are basically grown now we do, we took the kids we always used to go to riverside because of trundle bed and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, then yeah. we started traveling on our own with pop because we just like the theming and and we we love uh you know the food court's fabulous i mean you know, I was listening to your Friday show. I thought it was a great show, by the way. Thank you. And uh, I, could go to, I could almost go to Pop for breakfast, supper, and dinner. I mean, it was all, it's all good because portions are big. The food's pretty good. The little the little stations are there. And, you know, uh, I don't eat a lot of fried stuff. So uh, one of the things that I noticed that they a really good, they had, uh, I think it was green beans.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: was they fried do. up with a bit of garlic and some cheese on it. I mean, it was really good food there, I must say.
0: Yeah, there is. They have the, oh, think, they have a wide variety too. The, the, like I think Ricky yeah. mentioned that, that they have like something usually called a mom's night out kind of dinner. It's a, you know, it, I think it rotates throughout your stay. Like if you stay a few nights, like you'll see one night it might be like a meatloaf, and you know, could be a chicken, mm-hmm. rotisserie chicken, or something the next night. I I, I I tend to go for that kind of stuff because we don't eat at home a lot, <laughs> so it's really good.
3: <laughs> so uh, so basically, we're thinking that the next time we go down. Uh, you know, prices, hotel prices matter. So we'll probably give all stars a try. So I guess my other question would be, what's it, I mean, I know it's further down by Animal Kingdom, the busing towards, say, Epcot or Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom isn't that much longer than pop on the bus?
0: Here's what I think. People always ask, you know, is it, is it that, and Not know, Scott, but, and Scott usually has a car. I ride the buses all the time. Five minutes here or there on a bus does, doesn't does bother me. It really doesn't. I mean, you're going to be on the bus five minutes. You're not going to notice it at this point, you know, typically. yeah, I'm sure it would add up to, like, 30 minutes over the length of a week, you know, or something like that. But for the savings you're going to get and, you know, what's five minutes? It's, it, it's you know, hitting a couple of red lights between the Magic Kingdom and, and All-Stars. You know, if you got the green lights, then it's, you know, you're saving five minutes. You get the red lights, you're not – um, I wouldn't worry about it. You're on property. You're going to get bus service. It's it's negligible. You know, I, I would have no yeah. reservations with staying at All-Stars and giving it a shot because, like Scott said, the rooms are nice. Go over there, check it out. I I really like All-Star music, and I think it's beautiful at night. There's a lot of neon out there. It's got a cool vibe. I, I think you would enjoy it. It's, it's – the All-Stars are very Disney. Like, if you like Pop Century because they're bright and – you know, the theme is definitely right there in your face. The All-Stars have that. And, and I, that's right. my thing. That's why I go. You know, so I, I think you give it a shot. I totally <laughs> say go, go for it.
2: Yeah, I think One with the buses too, to go, though, Mike, Joel, uh, I was Mike, just I think... thinking. I was just thinking um, this might oh, be why exactly. people pick movies more too is because at the end of the night, don't they kind of share the service, right? So, like, the All Stars will go to all the three resorts And movies, I think, is the first drop off, right?
0: Sometimes, yeah. In the slower yeah. seasons, they'll share buses, but not not a whole lot often. A lot of times they'll be separate nowadays because they're just, when they're booked to capacity, they'll all have their own bus.
3: Yeah, we used to do the same thing when we stayed at Riverside and Fairbanks. We always, I think, we went to the mansions one time and went to the cabin, or not the cabin, but, you know, the, the food court, I forget what they call them. But uh, we used to stay over there because it's close to the bus stop. Uh-huh. It was always a better. We thought it was a better place to stay. I forget what they call it. They, they were kind of like, uh, they were doing up more rustic, I guess, than the mansions. I forget what they call Oh, the yeah. Of it. yeah.
0: But, Alligator Bayou. I'm with you. But here's the thing right. though, you got to remember, though, they do not have elevators in those buildings. So if you get a second story right. room, you are schlepping your, your bags up. <laughs> I did that over marathon weekend. <laughs> Not the best weekend to do this either. Just so you know, I mean, just, you know, they're great rooms, but I'm just saying, like, if you pack heavy and you're going to be there for a couple of weeks, you, no elevator in those buildings.
3: <laughs> One last little thought, Mike. Uh, I've been listening to the show long, well, for quite a while, actually. I, I kind of took a break from all my, my podcast during COVID because I I wasn't traveling. I didn't like to hear what I couldn't do anymore. Right. So I'm back after a couple of years listening to the show. Um, uh, I remember quite a while ago, you told us the story of the first time your father and mother took you. It kind of reminds me of when I first went back in '79. have you told that story recently?
0: So my story of when I went was just the first time I ever went, I just went to the magic kingdom for a half a day because, um, right. my dad was a catcher for a major league baseball pitcher in the off season. And, right. uh, so he flew our family down for spring training in Clearwater for the Phillies. And the arrangement was he had to get his conversion van. So, again, remember, this was 1985. So he had a conversion van. <laughs> and so our family of four, the deal was he paid, we flew Ozark Airlines, which was bought out by TWA eventually. But we flew – and after this, I was scared to fly, so that tells you something. We flew this MD-80, I think it was, down from St. <laughs> Louis to Florida – Landed in Tampa, I think it was, you know, went to Clearwater. He had the, I mean, I had the ultimate spring training. I hung out in the clubhouse. I mean, that team was stacked. Pete Rose, Mike Schmidt, I mean, Tug McGraw, all these guys. And got to be, you know, with the team for like a week. But at the end of spring training, he had two poodles, and he pitched for the Phillies. So we had to take his conversion van in Bunko, and I can't remember what the other dog's name was. One of them was Bunko, because that was the mean one that growled at us all the time. We had to take these two poodles all the way up to Philly, so we drove them all the way up the East Coast, and we, you know, met him up there. Went to opening day at the Vet in, in Philadelphia and watched the game and watched some Boo Pete Rose, by the way, which I was like, oh my God, that's my hero, and they're booing him on opening day. Philly fans are rough, but that, but wh- while we were down there, we went to the we went to Disney World. Like, you know, we were the total people like we're going to Disney World, but we went to the Magic Kingdom for a half a day, and it rained the whole time. And I don't even remember riding rides. I remember going into like a hat shop to get out of the rain. And I just remember how themed everything was there compared to our Six Flags back home. And it it stuck with me just how everything, even the stores, the restaurants, the streets, the lamp posts, everything looked like a storybook or like a movie prop. You know, like our Six Flags, everything was practical. Like it was there because it did something. Like, at the Magic Kingdom, Mm. everything looked like I was, you know, in a movie. (laughs) And Even though we didn't have, like, the best day and we didn't get to be there very much, it stuck with me all those years later that I wanted to get back there. And that was my first experience. It wasn't a great one, but it was something that was, uh, you know, it hung with me.
3: I'm a bit older than you, but I remember my father and mother took myself and my sister to Florida. It was 1979, And, and my father was a goaltender, hockey goaltender. And uh, we went down for he went down for a tournament, and after the tournament was over, we went up and we stayed at the Howard Johnsons, I believe it was, mm-hmm. in the downtown Disney area, the Disney Springs area. Anyway, we went in the Magic Kingdom. That's all that was there in '79. I think I remember that the, the, the tickets were still there, the e-tickets and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I really, I think I remember that. I also remember uh, my dad, who was not the best for seasickness. He was on the Astro of the teacups, and he was done
0: oh, no. for the day. Couldn't,
3: couldn't, do, couldn't do a thing after that.
0: Your dad was a goalie, no, but he couldn't I, take the Astro Orbiter. Told, oh, yeah. no.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. The kind of you fit an ocean, anything, any kind of motion at all, it doesn't mean, right? It's, it still does, actually. He's still around. But uh, I do remember, well, I remember doing the, in the gondolas, I went from, Tomorrowland over to, I think it was over by Haunted Mansion. Yes. That was fun. i think those.
0: I I remember those. Those were there when I went that day. I I don't know if we rode them, but I remember seeing them because you got on them over in Tomorrowland and you got off over by Small World. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it stuck in my head, too. I really
3: enjoyed it. And uh, I think the next day we went to SeaWorld. And I never went back, really, then. From 79. We went in 2007 when we had, uh, I have twin boys, so they were six at the time. Just about turned six in 2007 and uh because so i hadn't really thought about it much when i got there i was there like 10 minutes and i said to myself why well, hadn't i been back in the last x number of years we we loved it i mean we loved it more than the kids did i think we kept going back and <laughs> taking them with us but really it was for us oh
0: saying you don't have to tell me that <laughs> that's exactly yeah. we go because mike has fun um no but the kids the kids and love we, it too
3: and we took our first trip to europe in 2014 we took them with us and we did a couple of days in a Disneyland Parrots, which I enjoyed. And then the following year, I think it's twenty yeah, twenty fifteen, we offered to take them. I think they were probably about uh, uh, they were probably 14, 15, and they wouldn't go to California with us. We went out to California for five nights and they wouldn't go. So we had a oh, we had a what, great time anyway.
0: What a shame, man. I fell in love with Disneyland. I love Disneyland so much. I cannot wait. I, I love World, but I something about Disneyland grabbed my heart. I loved it so much.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I just love. Yeah, I, I mean, wealth was there, right? That's right.
0: Nice. And I felt it. It was so weird, like I felt it in 2022 yeah. with, you know, like all this negative stuff that's going around with the Disney company. You know, like you got to buy Genie Plus, and I'm not a big fan of that. You know, there's a lot of things I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, you know, I love Disney, but yeah. I mean, I'm not. A, you know, I don't think everything they do is perfect. You know, there's a little negativity in the air in the summer of 2022. Yet, as soon as I walked up to that gate. Even the night before, because I didn't have tickets yeah. for the first night we were there, we just walked through downtown Disney. I went up to the gate, couldn't get in yet, and I just knew like I have to be here. Like I can't, I can't believe I'm here, and it just magical yeah. for five days. It, it grabbed my heart. I loved it.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's a great place. I, I really, I'm looking forward to my next trip. I haven't been since 2018. I, like I think I was talking to you a couple of weeks ago. We had three nights uh, there, and of just around October, right around Halloween. And we only did one park day because we left at the last minute. We couldn't get the park reservations for Magic Kingdom. So we went to Epcot. It had a great day. I saw Hanson. That was fun. But, uh, anyway, so Hanson's was, getting all kinds yeah, of airplay
0: on our show lately. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, I,
3: know. I
0: hear you. I but it. Uh, it was hilarious. But anyway,
3: like I said, I could go and ride the monorail and, and go on the boats down to uh, Disney Springs. I don't even have to go to the parks and I'm have a great you. time, you know?
0: I'm with you. Well, hey, you made my night. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. you calling in. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad that we're getting through COVID, and I'm so glad to have you back in the in the fold here.
3: Yeah, like I said, I really loved that show uh, Friday. I thought it was great. Of course, you're talking about a lot of restaurants. I know nothing about, like, the whole Riviera thing. I mean, I like to think of myself knowing something about Disney, but, I mean, so much has happened
0: since 2018, right? Right. The last right. time I was there. Got to get to Primo Piatto. Next time you're there, got to get there. It's good. It's really good. I'll, I'll definitely think of it, that's for sure. Anyway, you have, you guys have a good night. All right, good talking to you, and happy birthday. Have a good one next weekend. Have a
3: great
2: one, Howie. All right, see you, Howie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: A great call from up there in Canada. How about that?
2: Up there in Canada. I know. love that.
0: All right, 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. And his dad was a backstop, but he gets seasick on, uh, <laughs> on the Astro Orbiter, which I get, man, the Astro Orbiter. I can't believe I can ride that because I I am not great with. Extra motion. orbiter is so intense. Like, it you is. Know, you don't think you you're
2: like oh I've done Dumbo I've done, um, magic carpets or the the one in Animal Kingdom I can I can handle that. It's a whole other level, man. When you go after you go up the elevator.
0: And and the thing is when you're on the ground it looks tame. Like I'm not kidding. There it's, it's like an mm-hmm. optical illusion. Every time I look at it on the ground I'm like that thing is not going fast. And it's, then when you're on it you're just like. This thing's it's going off up the so descent. Bad. Like when it's like, okay, we're coming in for a landing. Like it tilt this tilt? Like I
2: swear, I'm gonna fly out of that vehicle. Even when you and I were in there together, we were jammed in there. I no one could believe.
0: move. I thought we were gonna fly out of that. Thing. Yes, we've been in one rocket together. Watching was that wish? No, it was happily ever after. <laughs> was probably wishes. was, wishes? It, was it was yeah. It was, wishes. was wishes. Oh my god, that was a night. All right, 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. So I talked about the dressing balls on Thanksgiving. My grandma made them. She takes the stuffing, puts them in balls. We have those Pam makes my wife makes those now. What about you? What's something for that's unique to you guys besides going to Disney World and having good food down there? Yeah, it seems like every two
2: years we have like a Disneyland or a Walt Disney World trip. Um, which is funny because my wife was born on Thanksgiving, she absolutely loves Thanksgiving. It's funny. I was just on the phone with my mother-in-law and she was like, why are you leaving? Why are you taking Elizabeth away from us again? See,
0: <laughs> that's why I cannot go anywhere. Cause I would be dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
2: I mean, outside, of I mean, some of our traditions are more like for me, like it's, um, waking up in the morning and watching the, the, the New York city, like parade the Macy's Thanksgiving yeah. parade. Like, I don't know what happened. Like Emily was at a young age and like was sitting on my lap, like watching it, you know, like on the couch or whatever. And like that, her and I just like bond over that every year. Now I remember we've had flights that we've flown on Thanksgiving where we're watching it on the, on the flight together, you know? So like, we always got to make sure we watch that. And then the lions game, of course, but yeah. just like for food wise, there's like really no real tradition outside of like your normal turkey and stuff. Like when I'm in town, I always had to go to two different meals. So Lucky. I always like, <laughs> this could sound terrible. I mean, my mom's passed away a couple of years ago, but like her turkey not as good as my in laws' and that's, <laughs> that's where we always started.
0: My my grandma so wasn't was... the best at turkey. The sides were killer, but the turkey okay. was usually dry. You so see, you had to be, yep. you had to gravy it up. <laughs>
2: yeah, so it was, and the gravy was not good at my parents either. So it was like, Elizabeth's strategy is she would take like a dinner roll and just like make like a small little turkey sandwich, like you know, put a little stuffing, put a little turkey in there, and like really concentrate on the rolls flavor. <laughs> And then she would always be like, well, you know, like, I got to save some room for my, for my parents Thanksgiving later today. Oh, yeah. And, like, just watching her do that every year just
0: makes me laugh. All right. So Scott's asking, cornbread stuffing or regular bread? St- uh, it's stovetop stuffing. It's in the red box. That's what it comes. That's where we and we yeah, add like, some stuff uh, to it. We add stuff. Yeah, my
2: father-in-law's stuffing. I like the, um, like, he makes his homemade stuffing when this, like, sausage-based, you know? Like, I love that. It is, oh, my God. That dressing is so good. I want it right now but I'm not going to have it this year, unfortunately. Oh, man.
0: And then Lisa we, says they have Watergate salad, which is Cool Whip, Pistachio Pudding Mix, Pineapples, and peca- Pecans. That's Because she's in the South. Yeah. It's really good.
2: I, I did tease how I want to start a new tradition. So on that same phone call I have with my mother-in-law today, she did tease that maybe we can do one, a Thanksgiving when we get back because they're oh. not going to have anyone that's visiting this year because the family's shrinking, unfortunately. Uh, just... Yeah, it happens sometimes. And with us leaving, there's no one coming over to their house. And so we might do one another weekend. The tradition I want to start is making the Boma mustard uh, and uh, just having that for my turkey because I am addicted to Boma mustard.
0: I'm wondering how many people do like for Thanksgiving, you know, Disney fans that are listening here on Thursday or listening here on Sunday night do you know have a dish from a a Disney restaurant you know like you say like the Boma uh, mustard or have you know I love the chowder from the Boma buffet and you know I I don't know what the recipe is but I mean nowadays you could find it if you wanted it and that would be something you know that chowder would be perfect for a Thanksgiving meal it's a fall food I mean it it would fit in great I mean that but it's I don't know, though. Like, I, I just don't like to mess with tradition. Like, I like to have, ju- I don't even like to add stuff, right? I don't want to take, definitely won't take anything away. But even it's adding true. stuff is like messing with tradition. I don't know. I, I'm very And then it just gets outrageous.
2: Like, I haven't even talked about the desserts. Do so you have, like, desserts? Because we do, we do. It's yeah. always like the pumpkin pies, the homemade pumpkin pies are big. But, and Elizabeth loves pumpkin pies, but her aunt, like, makes this chocolate pie.
0: Oh yeah, that's
2: the that's the thing that everyone goes nuts for is the chocolate
0: pie, and that's so that's what I have for my birthday because my grandma used to make a killer chocolate pie. Basically, it's just like a pie crust with chocolate pudding and like whipped cream on top. I mean, basically that's it. But uh, grandma made those all the time. Grandma made the stuffing dressing balls too. But now um, my mother in law makes sure that I have. She so we found a a bakery that makes these. It's right next to uh, Pam's school where she teaches in fluorescent. And so now we don't get one on Thanksgiving. We get two. So we also get like pumpkin pies, you know, and everybody gets their kind. We have like all kinds of pies, but we get two chocolates because the deal is, and this is why I love my mother-in-law. We all like, you know, we put out one of the pump or chocolate pies for everybody to eat after Thanksgiving for dessert. But the the uh, the second chocolate pie stays in the fridge and nobody gets it that's mine for the whole weekend like i get it because it's count. thursday right i get it for friday saturday and sunday for my birthday it's the oh my god i am on chocolate pie overload for the entire thanksgiving weekend so if i have chocolate on my mouth that that's what it is anyway we have our next caller hey who's joining us thanks for calling in hey mike k hey scott it's adam from new hampshire how's it going hey adam it's going great hey, how you doing? happy thanksgiving this week happy
4: thanksgiving gentlemen What's up well, I, I can't talk much about being at Disney on Thanksgiving, but I can talk about being at Disney the week before Thanksgiving because we just got back.
0: All right, so give us uh, give us the scoop. How was it?
4: Uh, it was it was busier than I think we expected. We actually had a uh, we had a party of 13, so it was my, my entire family my side, my wife's uh, family, both sets of grandparents, uh, eight adults, five kids total. Uh, so pretty
0: pretty big crew. Let, let me ask Huge. you real quick off the bat with that. Did you find it? Cause you're obviously the Disney expert and you know what's going on. How was it with, cause it, it, I mean, it, it's a, it's a challenge with that many people. Did you find anything? Like, did you learn anything you could put out here for the cause that like, Oh my gosh! Like this was super hard. I'm never going to do that again, or something like. Oh, I'm so glad I figured that out. That was a great idea. Like, what did you learn for, you know, getting this group of thirteen, especially during a busy time of the year through the parks?
4: It's a challenge sometimes to get everybody to agree on everything. Uh, Definitely, Uh, we had some good luck and some not so great luck with Genie Plus. Our first day in the park uh, in the Disney parks was Monday at magic kingdom and i actually managed to get seven genie plus lightning lanes for a, a mixture of the party of 13 throughout the course of the entire day including all three mountains prior to noon so Whoa. beginners yeah, solid. with genie plus it's my first time using it
0: that's crazy yeah i can't I
2: think you have a new name of disney or genie Wizards. like you're yeah. the wizard of genie plus now like impressive
0: yeah that's that's a lot <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it, it it was depri- I kept going through the
4: list and it's like, okay, well, okay, haunted mansions now available. Okay, pirates is now available. Why are people saying this is so hard? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So, so he, was the weather at least good? I mean, they say the crowds were kind of high. I was trying to I'm trying to remember what the weather was like last week. Was it? It was a little. It's it cool getting cold. now. It's getting it cool got, now.
4: Yeah, it definitely it definitely got cold the end of the week. Uh, it was the highs were barely. We're not even 70 by Thursday and Friday. we were in the, uh, the high 60s at the end of the week. The, the week started out really good, 70s, low 80s, but it cooled off definitely at the end of the week. We, we were used to that. We're from New Hampshire, but it, even by, you know, New Hampshire, it's in Florida, that was cool.
0: Right. It's such a bummer, too. Like, when you're down there and you're just, I don't know. Like, I, I want it to be opposite of what it is at home. Like, if it's July, I yeah. want it to be cool. If it's, you know, January, I want it to be 85 when I'm down there.
2: I know, so yeah. It it sounds like not the greatest, but then like sometimes you think like Mike, like would you rather have the hundred degrees where we're just constantly wow. sweating? Yeah, I don't want. Or that sixty five degrees, like that sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, sometimes it is fun to wear a hoodie, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what else was, did you guys was do? Definitely
4: hoodies being worn. Yeah. So yeah. Our party definitely. We all we all were
0: breaking out the hoodies on Thursday and Friday. But I mean, I've been there. Where like you've got on gloves and your fingers are still hurting. Like that's not cool. Like I hate that. You know, it's like. Got to wear hand warmers and all that. I don't need all that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. Thankfully, it didn't get that bad, but we we come to Florida to get out of the cold, especially in November. You know, we drove right back
4: into it today.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. You guys didn't get any of that. You guys don't get that crazy snow, though, do you? I mean, because it's lake effect snow, right? Like Buffalo? No, thank God. Oh, my God. God, That was crazy. I think
4: there were some snow squalls this week while we were gone, but none of that crazy, you know, Western New York.
0: Yeah, they were measuring. Uh, I saw a graphic. They were measuring the snow now in like Josh Allen's. Like, you know, like the dude's like six foot two or something. Like, oh, yeah, they had a, you know, one Josh Allen snow. I'm like, oh, my God. We get three inches here in St. Louis and like, we're shut down for a week. (laughs) We'd be dead. My wife's like, I couldn't breathe. I told her, I'm like, could you imagine that much snow? Like if it was on our deck and we are looking out the back window, she's like, I can't breathe already. Just thinking about it. Like if it was piled up against our windows, (laughs) I'm like, it doesn't suck the air out of the house. She's like, I I can't breathe. Stop talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So Adam, how did, like, how did dining go? So did you
2: ever try to like make a, like an ADR for 13 people? I'm guessing counter service works a lot better with a group like that size.
4: It was, it was counter service all the way, definitely. Uh, you know, we, we'd have our discussions about where the counter service was going to be, and I did manage to convince everybody to go to ABC Commissary at, on Wednesday at Hollywood Studios, so I could get my buffalo chicken grilled cheese. Oh, you know, I'm with you, Mike, on that one.
0: Oh, so good. Oh, uh, you win so in so life when you do that. Good. Yes, you. Way are. to go. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh,
4: and you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, we, we we got on, we got the one o'clock virtual queue drop. Managed to get that. That ride is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable.
0: Did ever, did everybody agree on that one or did uh, did anybody have any problems with motion or anything like that?
4: Nope. Nope. The, the cool. only one I was worried about a little bit was my dad. He had a little bit of a problem with spinning rides and he was worried getting on the ride. He got off it and he was in, you know, he was feeling fine, feeling great. And he okay. absolutely blown away by the ride as well. All. All of us who actually got to ride it, they were, you know, our youngest were too small, you know, we didn't meet the height requirements yet. So one set of grandparents stayed off and sat with them, while the rest of us rode. But the other nine of us who, who got to actually experience the attraction were all in complete awe.
2: That's awesome. Of the ride, that's awesome. And we we still haven't found out what the songs are going to be for for Christmas. I like it, and, it, and it drops I, was, I, was, I was curious.
4: It's on Friday. Yeah, I was curious going into the week. What, yeah, whether or not we were going to get that holiday overlay, but we
0: we had September. So, that's a good well, one, though. If you're going to get one, that's my favorite. That's the best one, in my opinion. Me too. <laughs> yeah, that's the one to get. That's the, that's the jam. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so were you disappointed
2: did, in that, or were I did, you? Wanted, I mean, I mean, you got September, so you got it pretty satisfied. Were you hoping it was going to be the overlay? Um not doing it before. I'm guessing you liked that. You got the, like the original version.
4: Yes. Yeah. I, I, being the first time riding it, I would have liked to have seen it. You know, I wanted to see it as it was prior to the holiday overlay before yeah. going back, obviously in the future to get that holiday overlay. If they continue to do it in the coming years, uh, personally, I was hoping for Iran so far
0: away. That that was just me personally. That'd be but a good one too. So that's someone I want to get. get. I hear because everyone loves that ride one, in like, general. Yeah. A little flock of seagulls. Now, hey, where that one? Where'd you guys, did you guys stay on site? Where did you guys stay?
4: We did not. No, we were off-site this time.
0: Was that a challenge, or was it easier so, than you thought? How that worked out? A,
4: a bit of, you know, another set of challenges coming from an off-site resort and, um, you know, dealing with the parking situation and the TTC at Magic Kingdom. So it, it presented its own set of challenges, but we we worked through it, and we still managed to, you know, be there pretty early in the day when it came you know come to rope dropping not quite necessarily when the rope dropped but pretty soon after the park opened
0: it is hard getting that many people like it's so i'm imagining i'm just guessing i mean because you seem like the go-getter like you you probably want to be there like 30 minutes before like park opening right is that kind of your goal for everybody or are you kind oh, of more good. laid back mm-hmm. that's okay. absolutely that's makes me too sense. so <laughs> because I have two daughters and a wife that don't have, like, I love them to death, don't get me wrong, but when I'm trying to get them out of the room in the morning, sometimes they don't have the same urgency that I do to scoot, you know, like, to get going, it's so, like, sometimes I have to lie about, like, what time mm-hmm. things open, you know, I'm like, the park opens at 7 30, it doesn't open till like 8 30, you know, because, like, <laughs> you, we gotta, we gotta move the cheese, so we, you know, we start, you know, <laughs> so we can get there on time, but it's it's one of those things, you kind of learn that stuff over time, but as the week goes on, maybe, family members who maybe not maybe you're not a part of the program the first couple of days, kind of see, oh man, when you are here and you're ahead of the crowds, the experience is so much better than if you're 30 minutes behind rope drop. I mean, just that 30 minutes can save you two hours within just the morning because you're not behind the rush. You're ahead of everybody else. You're going to get your lunch first. You're going to not wait in lines. It's just, did, did you hear any of that feedback from the family that like, you know, because of this, which, you know, some people might've balked at at first that uh, they see the reason behind it. That makes your experience better.
4: Yes. Oh yeah. They, the family was more agreeable. The earlier we were there just knowing that what we were able to get done in those first 30 minutes, 60 minutes plus, you know, Getting there as early as we did, we we had a rule. My wife and I set a rule. It was called A I S, and I'll let you fill in what the A is. A family friendly show. Blank uh, in seat at this time. Um,
2: Got some. Everybody loves Raymond.
4: <laughs> so, I don't know, it, but that was good.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, we would say, okay, this is A I S time. This is when we have you know everybody in the car at this time. Uh, and for the most part, people were, you know, everybody in the family was agreeable to those, <laughs> to those parameters.
0: It works, though. I mean, and clear expectations, and then people kind of come around. So, okay, besides the buffalo chicken yeah. sandwich, which now you're killing me, the buffalo chicken grilled cheese and the steak fries. Oh, God, I love that sandwich. Mm. I don't know what it is. There's something in that thing that is just like. Oh, it's they posted
2: the recipe, Mike. I sent it to you, but like, I don't know if I want to make it. I think it's something no, better about just I'm it
0: at ABC. I'm 100 with you. Some things yeah, you just gotta it, it, have. I'd in be able to
2: replicate it. it. would never come out no,
0: the same. No, it and would not. And you gotta have like the inside. Yeah,
2: right, you gotta have. The or inside. I would burn myself out on it. I would have it like three times a week. Not like <laughs> exactly. <it anymore.
0: laughs> but you gotta have like mm-hmm. the inside palm tree. You gotta have that yeah. that loot place. Exactly. You gotta you gotta fight for a table. Yeah, you got it's the whole experience.
4: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for buffalo chicken dip. I describe it to people as a, as buffalo chicken dip on a sandwich.
0: Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's, mm, and it's so such good. a hidden thing. Like, it's so random. Like, I just happened to get it one day. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, man. So Sign me up for life. So what? <laughs> like you were going to ask Adam where his I'll, other I'll,
2: I'll, favorite, like, hits were. Yeah, right? where
0: were yeah. some of your other, like, yeah, the, the highlights, like some of the dining or some of the attractions besides the uh, Guardians?
2: Um, well, I
4: turned, I turned my father on to the polite pig my father had oh, never had oh, the
2: polite oh, pig
0: before oh, yes <laughs> adam i can hang you to, man Yes, <laughs> yes.
4: his face when he took that first bite of his pulled pork sandwich
2: priceless oh, you're doing Absolutely it right it. um you know in my opinion the under the radar to, item at polite pig though was that sausage like, like that cheese infused sausage like i'm not normally I mean, a sausage
0: guy but that is the best and the baked beans or the they have some kind of beans are so good oh <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad Thanksgiving's Thursday. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> I know.
4: I'm already hungry again. I know. <laughs> uh, and I'll, yeah, and and the new fan, uh, the new version of Fantasmic, the updated scenes in Fantasmic. Mm. Uh, Fantasmic has always been my favorite nighttime show. It's even better now. Yeah, let's get a review. Uh, I don't think, think we've heard anything on I personally have We haven't. Yeah, it just feels like the show has so much more energy. Uh, now, with those new scenes that they've added, they're seamless. It, it works so perfectly. The show flows so perfectly. Um, and our, you know, seeing the kids' reactions to everything. My, my 10-year-old nephew, when Sorcerer Mickey appeared at the top of the mountain, his eyes were wide open. His mouth, his jaw was dropped. He was clapping hysterically. Like that, that, those are the moments that you really live for, just to see it through the kid's eyes.
0: That's why you I mean, go. Me
4: myself, it's hard to see because you know I was crying. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, I know, it's like oh, it's <laughs> the, exactly. I'm sweating. My eyes are sweating. It's, it's <laughs> from the fountain. The fountain yeah. like water down your face, right? Yeah. <laughs>
4: this amphitheater is so
2: dusty. Exactly. Well, um,
0: hey, you're you're among friends here. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> I can tell you that.
2: Yeah. yeah. How long did you have to wait? Like, were you able to see? Because I've heard they've been doing like standing room and then like the lines have been insane
4: for that lately. So we 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 went with the plan to get there ahead of time to get in line to get a good seat. We had decent seats. We we yeah. got over to the studios after most of the day at Epcot and then we rode Rock and Roller Coaster one last time, took my seven year old, almost eight year old daughter. On rock and roller coaster for the first time. Um, Judging by the picture, it looks like she's not having a great time. (laughs) She got off it, and she immediately was like, "That was awesome! Yes, yes, perfect, win right there."
0: And that in those pictures, though, that's like a that's a keeper. Like every time you take your kid the first time on rock and roller coaster when they're finally tall enough. The rock and roller coaster picture—you have to like make sure that it stays somewhere safe because the look because like you know what's coming, but their faces are like oh like because uh, I remember Mallory's. Her face is just—I like, got Mallory's oh, right me. here on my phone. Actually, oh yeah, yeah. Mallory's. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, priceless because she was you know trying to be tough guy. Yeah, that that ended super yeah, quick.
4: Yeah. I'll, have to, <laughs> I'll have to share it. I'll have, I'll have to share it on the page. Or, uh, on yeah, the yeah, Discord yeah, totally, totally. It, it's worth it's worth the price of admission.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, sounds like you guys had a good time, and uh, so you get, are you, you getting together for Thanksgiving? I'm sure that'll be the topic of conversation.
4: Yeah, we'll have we'll have some of the group together for Thanksgiving. My my sister in law and her family live out in uh, outside of Albany. And they'll actually be down visiting family in North Carolina for Thanksgiving. Uh, but the rest of us will be around for Thanksgiving. So it, it's definitely going to come up.
0: So what, what do you guys do that's kind of unique up in New Hampshire for Thanksgiving? I have the dressing balls. Scott goes to Disney World and, and just does his jam. He's going to steal some mustard or something <laughs> from Boma. What about you guys? A couple,
4: a couple of years ago, we discovered a, we discovered a recipe for a, um, a stuffing bunt. Basically, it's stuffing in a bun pan. Nice. Uh, And ever since we discovered that recipe, stuffing is my number one dish at Thanksgiving every year. Uh, (laughs) So my mom makes Thanksgiving for all of us, and she's made the stuffing bun for the last two or three years. Uh, And most of it goes home either... Hands up in my belly on that day, or it goes home with me at the end of the day.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's for me. It's like a four-day stuffing festival from Thursday to Sunday. <laughs> and chocolate, and chocolate, and chocolate pie. It's <laughs> terrible. I just make holiday sandwiches like for Thursday night till sun till it's gone. Just holiday stuff. sandwiches is like
2: right. underrated. I saw someone in the chat mention it too, but like. Like, there's nothing like a leftover, like, holiday sandwich. Like, no. the next day, I like, throw it all night. on there, Sorry.
0: man. Cranberries, turkey, stuffing, potatoes, gravy. Boom. All of it. Yeah. Some white bread. You call that doing it right. Oh, man. I can't wait. Can we get the Thursday already? I mean, if you're listening it's on the feed, almost, we're here. it's almost as good as the sandwich at the ABC concert. <laughs> almost. It's pretty dang good. <laughs> And sorry for our Canadians and for uh, uh, Malcolm, who's tuned in. I'm sorry, you don't get Thanksgiving on Thursday. <laughs> well, hey, we got another call coming in actually from the same area code. We have another New Hampshire person trying to get in here. We are we are popular up in New Hampshire tonight.
4: You left you in the 603,
0: man. Yeah, it's crazy. What are the chances? But, Adam, hey, thanks for calling in, and you guys have a very happy Thanksgiving, and don't be a stranger. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Hi, thanks, Thanksgiving
0: yeah. to both of you. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.
2: Yep, you too. Bye-bye. Alrighty. This might be our regular caller from New Hampshire. It could
0: be. 407-413-9395. It just dropped off. 407-413-9395. I looked, and I'm like, wait, we have one on the line and another from 603 coming in at the same time. So that's pretty cool. So we can uh, take that one call. I can call back. Again, 407-413-9395. Man, this show is getting me hungry. But Adam brings up a great point. Like, if you can explain and really show the folks who don't know why you have to be there early. Once they can yeah. see it after a couple days, here's our call. You know, they'll kind of come around to seeing it. I've, so. I've
2: done what you've done too, Mike. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, lie. <laughs> not, I'm not a fan or advocate like lying, but like, but I have to do this of down Disney trips too. I have to do it every morning when I wake up my wife. I have to tell her that it's thirty minutes later than it really is.
0: I know she'll get out of bed, so we can make it to work on time. I know, dude. It's it's practical. It's it's what it is. All right, we have our next caller. Hey, he's joining us.
1: Hey, guys, it's Brandon from New
0: Hampshire. There it is. There. we are. We are all. Over I thought it was going to be New you Hampshire. earlier,
2: but Mike said we have a
0: call from New Hampshire. Yeah, but, it's um, Adam and Brandon. There you go. So, what's up, Brandon? Happy uh, Thanksgiving to you.
1: Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. I just want to say I want to contradict Adam on one point there. He's complaining about it being in the 60s in Florida during November. We're in the 20s here in my part of New Hampshire and in the single digits overnight. I'd be happy with the 60s when we're there in two weeks where they're the 4th uh, the through the 10th. So, hey, 60s, I'm good with it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't complain. I'm trying to think like, do I, would I be happy with the sixties? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. I
2: think... I, and I think you would, I as someone that goes quite often, right? Like, like it depends on like how often you go, but yeah. Like, so I'm going to be there next later this week. And it's looking like seventies to eighties. And like, I wouldn't mind a day in the sixties. Like it will be like in the evening too. So but like you had Mike, like I like having shorts and like a hoodie on. That's like so comfortable like for me and like, sign me up.
0: I do like that. So Brandon, oh. we got to ask you though. Okay. So. Adam has the stuffing bunt kind of thing Everything But stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> i <With laughs> trying stuffing to think muffins. of what do you call it. What do you guys do that you make at, at your Thanksgiving celebration?
1: Well, stuffing is the number one dish at Thanksgiving for us, too. And Correct. we do stuffings. stuffing muffins. Okay. Oh, I
0: like See, that. See, we do dressing balls or, you know, stuffing balls. So it's basically kind of the similar, I'm, I, I would guess. They're, they're basically kind of like yep. appetizers. You can walk around with them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then after Thanksgiving, the leftovers, I do my famous Thanksgiving Sunday, which is a scoop of mashed potatoes. You put the stuffing on, you put the turkey, you cover it with gravy if you want, cranberry sauce on it, whatever, you throw it in a bowl perfect leftover
0: oh my god okay wait say that one more time because i am all over the do you put it like in a, a uh like in a sunday uh glass kind of thing that'd even make a better looking probably. yeah you
1: put it in a sunday glass or a sunday bowl or something like that and you put that scoop of mashed potatoes you make the little divot, it, it down you put your turkey you put your stuffing if you're a cranberry service guy, throw that on there then you put the gravy over the top like it's chocolate sauce it's fantastic yeah.
2: oh man that, that is so great like you almost need something like for like a, like a waffle cone version, but not a waffle cone. Like I got, we got to come up with something else too that could be like the base of that. Yeah, what could it be? I love this make idea. A stuffing cone. Oh my god, you yeah. just nailed it! A
0: stuffing cone. Yeah. Yes. 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 Dude, there's going to be a picture of this on Instagram this we coming weekend. We need the stuffing cone. This there is we go. so going to be, and I'm going to give Brandon credit. But this is going to be on Instagram on my Instagram <laughs> this weekend. I promise you. That's that's genius. <laughs> I love it. I love Wait, it. Brandon. This is why we've done the show for almost 15 years. Was for this moment right here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Brent, i know you've told us because like i know you've mentioned like you're like going in december and i think like in um, may is like another time you like to go where, where are you staying for december
1: uh we're at coronado and De- we always do coronado in sure. december because we can't get enough of felice navidad apparently for music
2: <laughs> i
0: mean who, <laughs> who, can- with who can't i've heard it three times today already
1: <laughs> oh jesus it's terrible but we love it we make jokes about it for the next <laughs> 10 months after the fact of Feliz Navidad, you know, it could be mid July and my wife and I will walk by each other, singing that to each other. And then uh, in the spring, we always do flower and garden and we can, we jump around on that one. we love pop century. And then we can like this year, I think we might even be doing Caribbean uh, beach resort until we've never done that one before either. So, uh, you know, we bounce around and we love all-star movies. I think out of the all-stars, when you guys were talking about them earlier, I still think all-star movies has the best food of those three all-star
0: resorts. See, I, I, why do you say when you said that? I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I don't know what does movies have that makes it better than sports or, or music. I mean, if I don't know, I literally the, don't know. The
1: like, secret, what's the, the secret menu. You have to ask for the case.
2: Yeah.
0: Wait, what? There's a
2: secret. Is there menu? like a secret like burger that's like on a glazed donut or something Shut over there on, too? Is I think. There... <laughs>
1: They do. They have a glazed donut burger. They've got a specialty hot dog. You walk up to that place over to the right hand side. You say, I want to talk about the secret menu. They give you a viewfinder, the old school viewfinder, the red one no. put the little buttons and it, and it scrolls through the different secret menu options.
0: Now, I thought they used but, to do that at 50s. Now, at 50s prime time, but okay.
2: We like, have this got is a to, marathon weekend I mean, thing I we're going to
0: do. We are going to do this. I, so this, is this only at movies or is this at other resorts? Is this Is only at movies? It's only at movies. We're totally doing this. Because i gotta get the, I got to get the viewfinder, because you know how I am with retro toys and stuff. Like, I love that stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. They literally break out a case. They'll pull you to the side. They'll set it on the table. They'll tell you that you can't disclose to anybody else what's on this reel. And then you go through the little viewfinder, and you pick your secret menu item you want.
0: So all the cast members know about this. Like, if I go up and ask somebody, they're going to be like, what?
1: No. No, no, no. When you're in all-star movies, it's only the restaurant. I can't remember the name of the booth. All the way to the far right of their, uh, their food things there. It's the one all the way on the far right.
0: So the like the station where you order your food, like at the very far right. right. Yep. <laughs> okay, if I I mean now I think like I need to do it this week. You know, like I'm totally so intrigued. Do. You got to do it just because I'm scared to look like an idiot. i like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. What did you find? Yeah, it? this is actually Brandon and I are just fucking <laughs> totally you right. Setting this up. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome! No, that is awesome. It, yeah, no, I, I am totally trying this because I I would eat that because bur- I've had a burger on a glazed donut and it rocked. I had a minor league baseball game. Oh, so oh and good. they've
1: got this ridiculous hot dog on there too. I can't remember what's on it because we did it back in uh 2019, pre-pandemic. They they stopped the secret menu in 2020. They brought it back in 2021, and I know it's back now too. So. There was that one-year lapse, but we I, I discovered it back in 2019, and it was just hilarious. The whole presentation, it was like 007 material.
0: But see, here, here's the thing, just philosophically, Disney needs to do more things like this because you go there to have fun, and it's just, it, you know, it's like you're on a mission. I mean, just like you said, like 007, like it's cool that point zero zero five percent of the guests know of this secret thing, where you and I'm sure yeah. like for the cast members it's fun for them too, right? When somebody's like, hey, hey, the Walt Disney World speakeasy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we do. here's the secret knock. Nah, hook, hook me up with a viewfinder and then get me that hot dog.
2: <laughs> you know, like I, mean, that, I would love
0: that as a cast member, and the guest thinks they're getting something special. I mean, it's a win win. We're talking about it for ten minutes right now. I mean, what are you doing? Great idea. Awesome. Well, hey, Brandy, we're going to roll Good. through the top of the hour, and uh, I think Scott's got some lasagna oh, in the exactly. oven.
1: Just wanted to say I appreciate the show, and as much as I love the fine dining, which we're headed to Toledo uh, when we go down in a couple weeks, things like that, those private gems, those hidden gems, like you said, that makes that entire trip so much more worthwhile where so few people know about it.
0: I agree. I agree. See? It, it, it so makes it fun. you to delete this from the show. And it's, it gives like, <laughs> people like us something to talk about, right? Like a secret menu.
1: Absolutely. I
0: was at Toledo for the summer for the first time
2: and it was because of you, because I think you've mentioned it before. I know there was some listener, I think it was you that mentioned it. So I'm happy to see you go back there. Can't wait to hear how it all goes in a couple weeks.
1: Oh yeah, we've been there before. We absolutely love it. We love the the tapas and the the menus and stuff. We've done the prime rib thing there before. I recommend the tapas 100%. The prime rib thing there with the tomahawk steak for two it is what it is, but it's prefixed. Pick and choose, just like when you go over to um, Jose Andres over there at Disney Springs. Pick the small bite menus. The, those are the things to try, especially if you're with a couple and you're doing it for a date night. You can try six, seven different dishes and get a fantastic meal out of the deal. Right.
0: Scott, Scott's always on a date night
2: always <laughs> <laughs> my life is a date
0: <laughs> all right brandon awesome. you have a very happy thanksgiving, thanksgiving brandon. Right, thanks have for calling in we'll talk to you soon it was great talking to you. all right good talking to you buddy you take care stay and, safe and
2: mike real quick there's a question i saw in the chat from my good buddy scott fried chicken at olivia's all day that, I that's what I i've never had the good. prime rib
0: i've never had prime rib but the yeah. buttermilk chicken is my favorite thing yeah
2: yeah, I wish, little. though, like I love, I always eat the green beans, you know, and the potatoes, but sometimes I want to double up on the potatoes and the, the green beans. I never asked, but um, maybe you could do that, too. But, yeah, definitely go with the fried chicken.
0: See, I like the green beans, but I, I like put a ton of salt on them. That's, so I probably kill any health benefits of having green beans, <laughs> but they're super good when you salt them up. Anyway, well, hey, that's going to do it for the live calling show for this week. Now, next week we may have a show, so just watch Facebook and YouTube because I might be here and be able to take your calls, and we could talk about all the good stuff that we had to eat over the weekend. Or I may be out of town because we have our high school football semifinal game down five, four four and a half hours away from here. We may combine that with a quick stop over at Silver Dollar City for my birthday, so we will see what's going on. We'll try to make it happen, but if not we'll uh we'll just take one weekend off and then i uh, get back at it the next sunday and scott will be back from disney world and talk about his trip and all that good stuff so scott if i don't talk to you have a fun fun trip we'll talk this week though because you'll be on the podcast but i uh, have fun down at walt disney world
2: thanks man appreciate it have good luck to the howl vikings hope I'm-, I'm rooting for you to go to to branson i think that'd be really good for your birthday you know like I'm big about celebrations. Go there for your birthday. Enjoy it with the family. Osborne so lights,
0: man. Osborne lights. Yeah, wouldn't it. you? I mean, seriously, is that not one of the things you miss the most? Is the Osborne lights? Oh, God, the God, Osborne lights so were much. almost perfect.
2: That's what made Wine and Dine the a great race weekend. Like, it did. We did, I mean, one for one, you did it at night, but then you got the Osborne lights. I would argue that would be one of the best race weekends, even including the ones in Disneyland. So oh. Definitely miss those I
0: miss them. Because I I don't even need to write anything. I just want to see the lights. So anyway, we're going to duck out here. Don't forget our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out this weekend over at themagicforless.com. Please use our Amazon affiliate link this holiday season. Whenever you go to buy any gifts on Amazon, it would really, really help us out. If you could just click through the link, it's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Just put that as a bookmark there in your toolbar. Again, it takes you right back to the site. Nothing extra, and it really helps us out. So beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon this holiday season. And uh, our patrons, you guys support us. You make this show happen. All these podcasts couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. we love your support. And thanks to those who do join us over at patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Also, give Scott a follow because this is the time because he's going to be reporting live from Walt Disney World this week at EPSCOT, E-P-S-C-O-T, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at VR Guest Mike, and I promise you, you're going to see that mashed potato Sunday kind of thing on my Instagram by the end of next weekend, because uh, that sounds amazing, and it's going to happen. You'll also see some homemade holiday sandwiches. And, of course, my grandma's and now my wife's world-famous dressing balls are coming your way on that as well. Lots of Disney content there, so follow me at Be Our Guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you over there. And, of course, we'll have the shows this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for your commutes over the over the river and through the woods to whoever's house you go. But whatever you do this week, please do stay safe in your travels, have fun, enjoy your friends and family, watch lots of football, watch lots of soccer if you're into soccer with World Cup. Uh, but most importantly, just get some time to relax and reflect on how good we have it. We have lots to be thankful for, and most importantly, I'm thankful that because of this show, I've got to make some of my best friends like Scotty G, Ricky, Pam. So many of you that are out there listening today, we've got to meet at races or just trips down at Walt Disney World, Disneyland on cruises. This podcast has brought so much to my life, and I'm very, very thankful for that. And uh, it's a great time to reflect on that. So thank you for being a part of this for me. I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving and a great time with your friends and family. Scott, again, safe travels, and I hope you have a wonderful Florida Thanksgiving this year.
2: Thank you, Mike. There'll definitely still be some normal traditions. Got to watch the parade. Got to watch the Lions beat Buffalo. I already called it. You know, the Lions are going to beat the Bills and then the Spartans and all like the big rivalry week. So I still got to tie in some football and family because that's what it's all about family time and being thankful for everything. I'm thankful for all the listeners. I don't need to go do the same thing you did. You just spoke it really well, Mike. And uh, I just got uh, two more words to say, and that's let's eat.
0: Yeah, for real. And by the way, When you're watching that Macy's day parade on Thanksgiving morning, you can watch for the Mizzou tigers because our marching Mizzou tigers are going to be marching down whatever street that is in New York. They're in the parade this year. So M I Z Z O U you'll see our marching Mizzou tigers. We're very excited. for that. It's a big deal for us. So uh, we're pretty proud of that. All right. So until we get back together again, thanks for tuning in live here on Facebook and YouTube, or if you're checking it out on Thursday, it's Turkey day, go get going on that meal. Let's go. So for Scott and Mike, wishing you a great Thanksgiving, a very happy Thanksgiving, or a great Sunday night. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Br Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at brguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.